background uh, Don Juan's Reckless Daughter a double album and uh, it's a dandy just listen to, listen to the first cut Cotton Avenue God, by God it's uh, good stuff I, I mentioned maybe last time I don't know probably uh, first of all it's a joy rediscovering my vinyl my old LPs so many of hers and um, yeah just Good stuff. I've had an evening of uh, listening to music. Uh, Jerry and the Pacemakers, Hair, which I put on yesterday and again today. Absolutely love the album Hair, and I really think, I mean, that's a that's a '60s. You get it or you don't. Like that's, I think you had to be of that. Well, there's probably some nostalgia flavor. I've seen kids put on plays about Hair, singing the songs, but it it was so well done for the the time. And uh, I just love each of those songs. I played that a lot. And I connected very much with a girlfriend of the time. Um, and, uh, well, we'll just leave that there. Uh, yeah. I've done a lot of little things today. I'm, I'm tidying up just I'm just each, each time I'm down here. Just a little change. I found a power cord. Unplugged everything that was on it. It was like an old TV and a Sony Sony 3 or Sony Station 3. What is it? What are those things? These big, fancy, black, shiny thing. PlayStation 3, I guess, yeah. And lots of other devices. Uh, unplugged everything and plugged in my vaporizer. And, um, yeah, it was time to get that going. It just... A lot of just organizing, and I guess it's because I have time now that I didn't before when I was working. And I'm, I'm connecting with my father, thinking of him when he moved, and they sold the house and moved into the apartment. He was so happy. So it was like like he was in a on being in a ship, and his, he had his room and his radio gear and his stuff, and he and a balcony off there, and. It's so nice that my father went out on a, on a happy time, you know. I mean, uh, uh, yeah. I mean, that I saw him in that, and uh, yeah, I am wondering because I did uh, after testing the vaporizer to see if it's still uh, uh, he, you know, turned on and charged. I decided, well, I have to test to see if it actually works, and I put just a very little bit in there. And you you inhale and you, you don't feel anything. You don't feel you're getting anything. And so you think, well, all right, maybe. It's not like when you inhale a joint, you know, you know, you can see the smoke and you, you feel it. Here it's just the vape. And you're assuming it's getting the ingredients, the THC, or the right chemicals are coming in. And um, so you decide, well, we'll just wait a little while. And next thing you know, you got a digital recorder in your hand and you're talking to your friends out there in Dixon Jane's podcast land and you figure, ooh, 
I guess she does work. Boys, girls, too. Not sexist on the Dixon Jeans podcast. So this is probably a mistake turning it on now because I definitely, when I get high, I, I'm, I just I don't have the same flow that I do when I'm not. And I do think I generally have a, a pretty easygoing flow. This is just, you know, the brain, you've, you've disrupted the firing patterns and uh, different things are coming at you and you're just not sure uh, which one to stop and uh, examine. Ooh, that's a nice flower. I think I'll go and uh, smell that one, you know. That's what's, uh, that's what's happening. And that's why I deleted the last 15 minutes of the last podcast I did because I'm not in the habit of getting high um, these days, you know, this past year. But uh, now, now that I'm growing back into my basement bar, it seems, hey, everybody else is upstairs now, goes in bed, tired from a long day, and uh, I'm just down here alone in the basement with my albums, looking through some old car magazines and uh, connecting with people on the internet. Uh, you know, I'm, I had a very, very nice direct uh, message from uh, our good friend Penelope and um, asked me how I was going and hoped I could get my uh, injections soon so that I could be social, recognizing that I am such a social person. And I wrote back a uh, response much longer than she probably was expecting, but trying to explain I'm in a very, very happy place. Now, I know I tell you that on the podcast sometimes, and it probably, you know, the more I tell you, the more suspicious it gets. Hey, that's starting to smell there, buddy. What's wrong with you? Well, no, that's the point. Um, just, this is it. This is good. It's It's nice to be down here. And I guess... I, I sort of explained it's been a year of you know pretty much social isolation and I'm okay I, I don't I don't miss the only cafe that I, I used to but it's almost as if like there's been a change in the time during this COVID time there's also been a change in me that it seemed like it was a younger can who liked to hold court in the only like I really liked it. okay this is our table and I knew who was coming, and, and you know, I, I know sometimes I dominated the conversation a little bit, or I, I forced people to talk, and, but I don't think anybody minded, or they wouldn't come back, you know. Um, and we had our nice little connections with Connie, and the lovely Lisa, and John, and uh, um, Brian, and, uh, you know, different friends, and, and it was just good to be there and to connect now, the thing about albums is you got to get up and uh, lift up the needle and turn the damn thing over. So we're going to do that right now. Although, you know what we're going to do? We're going to play Cotton Avenue again. I'm just going to figure I can do that. Now, there's a little lever for lifting up the armature. Slide that back. A little bit of static interference. Pull the lever down, and it just gently, hydraulically drops the... Uh, needle onto the track. So here's Cotton Avenue, Joni Mitchell. Do you want to hear it? Do you want me to turn it up? Ooh, hate that scratch. But... Mm-hmm. 
I may talk over it. if you're enjoying that. I knew that tree was going to be trouble. And I fell slow motion, like, and I'm still on the floor. I guess that's a highlight of the podcast, I don't know. It's kind of funny, because, I mean, I'm not hurt. Although getting up is really hard with the, with the fake knee. I can't put pressure on it. I need to hold on to something to, uh, to pull myself up, so bear with me. Lean on a chair. Okay, there we go. Up, up, ah. Okay. Jesus, nearly upset the chair with all the albums on it. About 20 albums on this damn thing. Holy Christ. That was really arse over tea kettle. Okay, let me put this chair back. Yep. Whoa. Okay. Yeah, that could have been could have been a lot worse. You know, I could have crashed, cracked my head against the bar or something. But um, I, I don't know. I think it makes for good live recording. No, are you laughing? Because it's a bit. It is a bit funny. These two chairs I knocked out of place too. Like it was a real slow motion tumble. All right, chairs back in place. Now we gotta fix this. I was so pleased about the table. It was a tray, a ceramic tray. I thought, oh, that'll be handy. And, uh, because I, what I need, I'm missing a table beside the chair where I can just put things on. So this is on the floor. You gotta fix that right now. Sorry, I, I know, this is not, well, I mean, that was exciting, I'm sure, I hope so. <clears throat> Alright, let's just calm down a bit. Let's just calm down. I'd probably better to hang up now and realize, okay, hey, buddy, concentrate on one thing at a time, you know? Um, 
Yeah. I think I'll just sign off now. I'm okay. In case you're worried, I'm okay. Well, I, I wanted to finish a bit about Stephanie. Um, oop, I mean, Penelope. Um, it was kind of her to write and say that, but I guess what I, what I'm, what I am missing, or more, more what I'm looking forward to, is being able to invite people down to this bar. Uh, because as I'm fixing it up, I, I am so damn proud of my library. And probably because it's not like I went out and just you know bought all these books, but I bought them over a period of 50 years. So when I look at my Car- Kerouac shelves, there's all range. The new ones that were only published recently, those are brand new copies. You know, you don't find them used. For example, The Good Blonde and Other Stories. Uh, Good Blonde and Others. And then... Um, Old Angel Midnight. These are ones, you know, they're, they're just not essential Kerouac. Trip Trap Haiku on the Road. But if you're a collector, you have to have them. Now, I was really upset because I have the Ann Charters edited Kerouac uh, selected letters, 1940 to 56. And then I started seeing on, you know, I'm following Kerouac groups on Facebook. References to letters written in the 60s, or, you know, early, yeah, early 60s. Uh, later 50s after this business and thought, gee, I really need the second volume. And sure enough, I look up and there it is. I've got it. So the reason is, I mean, I went online and, okay, show me everything this guy's published because since he's died, his, the, the Sampas family, that's from the wife Stella, who he married his last wife, their family got hold of the Kerouac estate, basically, and are milking it uh, and putting out a lot of other books that maybe Kerouac wouldn't have had published, but anyway, they're out there. Collectors need them. Um, so where was I going with that? A good collection. Don't have them all, don't need them all, but sure have a lot. Oh, yeah, anyway, I was just I was checking off. I made a checklist, an Excel spreadsheet, you know. You know, what have I got? What am I missing? And uh, I have more than I need. Ah, yeah, the point. What I wanted was to have people down in the basement. They would have just, you know, three, four people at a time. One is fine, too, but two or three people. Just to sit here and to have an evening of talk, have a drink, have a talk, if you like. Use my, uh, I don't know how. We're not going to be sharing joints, you know, for a long time, I don't think. But maybe a lot of you don't, um, you know, wouldn't be doing that anyway. Now, it's not, gee, you don't just ring the doorbell and say, can I come in? You know, these are evenings set up, but I think I guess I'm thinking. Whereas I used to like to hold court in the only cafe. Ah, you know, I say that now. Now, of course, I want to go back there. You know, I, I was trying to convince myself the older can, this more mature can, this stay-at-home can, won't be going out to bars anymore. But I'm I'm thinking, uh, I, you know, it, it probably wouldn't be healthy me not going to bars, but. In addition, I would just like through the odd time to invite people, and I have had people here before, but to uh, come over and uh, spend an evening here, you know, maybe have some snacks and uh, drinks and uh, just talk. And I guess maybe, no, maybe the truth is I just want to show off. Look what I got. You know, that's not very nice. But, but uh, you know, hey, if you know, I'd be happy if I was on the receiving end, if somebody like me invited me over, I'd say, well, sure. Well, I can have a drink? Yeah, sure. Can I get high? Sure. You know, you going to play some music? Sure. You know, can I look through your books? Yeah, sure. 
you know? So, why not? Anyway, that was my uh, somewhat disjointed answer to Penelope. Thank you for asking, and uh, I'm fine, thanks. Uh, I did mention uh, the idea of the neuropathy in the feet is maybe playing a, a point, uh, maybe may have a role to play in why I feel so content. And it's because I'm sort of focusing on, well, what are the good things you have in life? What are what are you celebrating? Like, my wife made a beef curry today. Japanese style, there's some packets you can get. And, and we have, we have a, new, a new, our rice cooker died. And we already had a spare in the cupboard that I had bought, you know, long ago for her at her request. Exactly, this was the right one. So to have a dish of this nice, fresh, hot, Japanese-style rice just off the cooker... And then on the stove, a big thing with carrots and beef and curry. And the taste was just so good. And I'm fine. I mean, the other day she made ramen. And everything. Nalco is a spectacular cook. I, I, I'm going to say that. Oh, it just. It's true. And she just has a natural talent. And she just can whip these things up in no time at all. And this was a bonus. I didn't know that. When I proposed to her, I had no idea she could cook or not. But boy, oh boy, what a treat to have a partner who loves cooking. Well, I, don't, I wouldn't even say she loves cooking. She just does. She can do it so quickly. But I think she does take a certain amount of satisfaction in, in hearing Daniel and I, you know, showing signs of gratitude of just being, wow, that was good. Um, and I'm finding it's tasting better. And I think it is because I'm in a later stage in my life. And I'm just, even though we say the senses, your sense of taste goes and you get old, you're forgetful and all this. I think there can be parallel to that, an, an appreciation for the little things in life. And, and so my being down here and going through some old magazines, because somebody mentioned Ed Roth, you know, and I joined in, oh yeah, Big Daddy Ed Roth, yeah, I knew, I, I was big when I was in school, you know, in the 60s, and it just led me to one thing or another, and to have this entire fucking museum of magazines and books and records and toys, and then the bar full of stuff, like this is everything for me right now, this is my world. And I think for, you know, for me, I guess, I think I know I need to enjoy it. Because there will be a time come when I will have to leave this place, you know, feet first or however I go out. Or move or just not capable or not functioning anymore. And you, you an example with me tumbling backwards in my own bar. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it was such a perfect landing. I mean, I, I did handle it well. I'm going to tell you that much right now. And you got it live. You got a live as it happens recording of me going down. So what are you fucking complaining about? Jesus. Well, the things I do for you, my listeners. Anyway, anyway, I've, I've, I've done enough. I've gone enough. I think I made my point. I'm a happy, fucking contented old man. All right? These guys, these old guys you see sitting on a bench and you feel sorry for them, don't feel sorry for them. Well, the ones who are standing with an empty paper cup, you know, looking for money, yeah, feel sorry for them. But uh, from some of the others are just sitting in the park looking at the birds feeding the squirrels. They may be in a very happy stage in their life. I, I am. Thank you very much. Scarborough Dude signing off. Damn it. Bye for now.
Okay. <clears throat> that was our intro. Uh, yeah. It is Sunday afternoon around 4 o'clock, and uh, I am sitting in Sal, and not in my driveway this time. I am at Bluffers Park. And the reason for that is I had an appointment with my accountant on uh, Kingston Road in Maine, that area, and I uh, got in the garage, turned on the key for the Toyota, and it was dead. Tried the lights, dead. Tried the door lock, dead. So, I don't know, somehow... I'm guessing it's just the battery just died, and I and I looked, I checked, and I leave the lights on, and uh, they weren't in the on position, but uh, who knows? I, that's the wonderful thing about having CAA. I'll just leave it, and tomorrow morning I'll call them and uh, say, no hurry, but uh, I need a battery boost, see if that's a problem. I hope that's a problem. I don't want to sink money into that old car. It's sure handy to have. But then realized, oh, okay, well, I can't go there. I had to sign documents today. The deadline is being filed tonight uh, for my company, and a uh, company which I will have to close this year and pay more money. But that's okay. Um, so, yeah. Thought, well, just hop in cell. I'm just lucky. The other day, I took the time to clean it up a little bit, put things away. So it was an easy matter. Otherwise, that would have been a huge headache. I think I might have mentioned that in the last podcast. I don't know. I can't keep track from one podcast to another. I, I mean, I was always a bit loosey-goosey about it. But uh, it's even more difficult now, knowing what I said when uh, I just had a, um, a text message from our good friend John, uh, Robin's brother although he knows her as Louise, and um, saying how much you enjoyed the uh, last podcast and uh, how I looked after the cats. And I think, wait a minute. Did I even mention the cats then? But I do in otherwise. It, it doesn't matter. Why am I saying all this? I, I, I know why. I'll tell you why. Because I have nothing really to say at this point. I'm here. It just felt, hey, you're in Buffers Park in a vehicle. You have to record a clip. You've got to say something. So, um, gosh, you know... What could I actually come up with to make this worthwhile? It's can't talk about the weather. Um, time with my accountant. She quit smoking. Virginia quit smoking two years now. That's wonderful. When you hear somebody who actually was a lifelong smoker and they just gave it up. She used a patch for a while and gave up and has not for two years. She's been without uh, without smoke. So that's 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 wonderful to hear that because you know you know it's got to be uh, um, tough to. You know, when when that's a, a way of your life, to give it up and be like alcohol, that would be hard too. But people have to reach a point when they realize, okay, this is it. And you have to make that decision yourself. Uh, and I'm not ready. I'm just fortunate I have never been a real cigarette smoker. Probably smoked half a dozen entirely in my whole life. All right, a dozen maybe. But uh, <laughs> that's over a period of 60 years. That's not too many. Okay. Uh, anyway, I think we're going to leave it at that. I had a nice time down the basement. The fall, I thought the fall would be spectacular. I was imagining in my head, I just listened back to the previous clip, and I was imagining in my head it was going to be, whoa, all these sound effects, and you hear the chair thud, and me, you know, arms failing, and it was just kind of nothing at all. I just fell. But it was, all right, it was more spectacular in real life than it was on audio. And maybe had it been a video, then, yeah, then you would have really thought, wow, thanks, dude, I really enjoyed that. All right, so I won't say the same about this little clip, but I'm going to leave it in here now. I'm just going to shut this bugger down and uh, get on home and get into something good again. Scabber Dude, signing off from a Bluffers Park. Bye for now.
Okay, okay. We'll just turn that down just a little bit. That, of course, you recognized right away, didn't you? That was Chief Ebenezer Obi from the Juju Jubilation uh, CD. And again, this music brings me right back to Nigeria. Incredible music and dancing were such a huge part of that experience. And this kind of music that just went on and on, and you just you just moved to it. You, you, you really, there were physical changes in you, mental changes, emotional changes, spiritual changes. That two years in Nigeria had a huge impact at the time. I, I don't know how much is still left over uh, other than, you know, having a, a better understanding of what it's like to live without water, for example. Um, to live in a country that, my God, it's just so hard to hold together and oh the tragedy I, I sorry to bring it up but the further kidnappings of young girls and the horror for the parents you know they're off at a school here's a school for science and technology here's another one and students you know people come into town men come into town guns blazing scaring off the army who just doesn't seem up to the job and of course you're picking off smaller places and villages it's not like downtown Lagos and these girls are taken away and some escape and some are found again and some are money has been paid or whatever there's been a shootout but others just disappear and they're married off maybe sent across the border to the Cameroons Oh, it is so sad. There's just so much pain and suffering in Nigeria. And, and it was always a country with just so much potential, so much energy, so much enthusiasm, so much of a, a zest for life. It's just, it's just the sadness. How do you fix it? And, you know, you look at reports and think the time when we were there was just a little window when there was hope. They had a, a democratically elected president, and uh, you know the Biafran War was long behind them, and and you could travel everywhere in the country as we did. There were no Boko Haram groups fighting in the name of their version of their religion. You know, 
and uh, wow, long gone. So, anyway, moving on, here I am in Bluffers Park, once again, second day in a row. I don't know if I'll include the previous previous clip when I was here in the road track. I'm in the very same spot, but in the Toyota with the engine running because um, yesterday the car wouldn't start. This morning I called CAA. It was amazing. The whole service is automated. You're speaking to a computerized voice and you repeat things back. Is that correct? Yes. Are you at home? Yes. Is this the correct number? Yes. Um, you don't speak to a live human. And yet within 10 minutes you have a man at your door and them telling you, hey, there's somebody coming. And then the phone call, I'm here in your driveway. <laughs> Amazing service from CAA, Canadian Automobile Association. I pay a premium to cover my road trek, an Alco's Mazda, and this Toyota. And the guy was in, and sure enough, the battery was dead, dead. Uh, he tested it. It's got about 25% life left in it. And the wonderful thing is I keep a database, and I have it on my phone and on my two Apple computers. This is where I keep the same database where I keep all my host families and the Kamajo data on this wonderful program called Tap Forms. And, of course, he said, well, how old is the battery? I see it's a CAA battery. And I said, yep, and then, bam, oh, okay, February 11th, 2015, because I enter the information, and he's servicing on any of my vehicles. Uh, and, okay, five years, well, it's about, you know, five or six years. They're, you know, often due for replacement. But you got 25% life if you had 10%. I'd say replace it right now, 25%, just run it for half an hour. So this is why I'm in Bluffers Park today when I should be um, looking for my wife's, you know, savings plans, RSP documents that uh, Virginia needs to complete our personal income tax. And uh, paying the federal government for payroll deductions I didn't make but should have if I had known. And lots of other stuff. Just Monday morning is a day. Okay, get down, do the paperwork, track your records, you know, start closing down anything that uses my business Amex card. Uh, because you got to close down the company and you don't want bills still going through like Apple. And just do stuff. But first order of business, get that battery charged up. Run it for half an hour or more. And uh, that's why you were here, and that's why you're listening to me now. And uh, I guess the battery's charged. I did want to have a coffee to share with you. Logged on to my free, I got the email, free all of this month for me, uh, w Coffees, and password didn't work. And on the fourth try, I got locked out and uh, <laughs> missed out of my free coffee. Now, let me, I could try again. Am I even capable of doing that? All right, here. Here's the email. Oops. And it's on that account. There's a password reset. I'm going to try it again, mobile ordering. I'm gonna, I've already copied it. Oh, how do I go on to A&W? Then I've got to go back to the email that invited me. 
My subscription starts today. Start zipping. Click that. Log in. Open the page in NW. Yep. Log in. And I'm in. Okay. Good. Don't show again. Order from the restaurant. There's A&W, Eglinton and Brimley. I don't want that. Markham Road, six kilometers away, but that's the closest. Now, they're Eglinton and Brimley. Hmm. It's only three and a half kilometers away. All right, let's try that one. Eglinton and Brimley. Order from restaurant. Take out. Now here we go. You see, I, I want the. I just want the free coffee, sides and drinks, and it's showing me make a don small coffee. No, I don't want that. So clearly, this is not. I got to go back. I got to go back. I don't want to order from there. I just want to. There should be, um, all orders. Get help. New order. No, you see, none of those. I don't. I don't want to order. This is where I get fucked up from this thing. Okay, it sent me here. It's saying pick your restaurant, order, and then it's not showing me the free one. God, there's Stovall. Forget this. Fuck off. This is what is annoying. Okay, back to start sipping your free one month coffee subscription is live. What do I have to do? Mobile app exclusive. Okay, hit that. Here's A&W coupon. Open this. Oh, and here we go again. All orders. Settings. Your account. No. New order. I don't want to make a fucking new order. I want a free fucking coffee. This is this is what's fucked, you know. You have no order favorites. No. Active. No active orders. No. So I don't want that particular... Jesus, look, look, all right, I know, you're telling me, Ken, you're being stupid, but, okay, the obvious one to click on this page, your subscription is live, start sipping, all right, start sipping, and then it takes me to, open the NW, download, okay, and it takes me back, what's new, oh, open, okay, this is new now, no, it's not. So I go to the restaurant and say, I want a free coffee. And they're going to tell me something. And I'm going to say, fucking show me how. Because I'm just going in circles. It just it just seems... You know, I mean, I have to blame myself. Dude, you're old. You can't do this. But should it not be just so simple? The best month... Ever starts today. Exclusive subscription. Free trial is now live. It's time for one month of unlimited coffee. What are you waiting for? Order your first cup on the AW app now. Click start sipping. And it says open this page in AW. I'm gonna say cancel because that's the one that's AW coupon, okay. Alright, ONW coupon. Mobile ordering. So I'll just open the one, the A&W. Okay. And all it clicks is new order. And new nearby Eglinton and Brimley. So I'm just going to drive there. 
and push this button. So I, I am sorry. I don't. Maybe I won't even include this. But I just is this about being old, or is this about and and not being able to think like an app wants you to think, or is it poorly designed for old people? All right. So Scarborough dude, signing off. have the free coffee how do I have to order that on the app or? yeah so I go here and it says I just click that okay open this is Brimley Lawrence and then I have to order I didn't order. I didn't order yet because yeah. I didn't want to pay. So take out. I got to order drinks. There's no coupon or anything for it. Yeah. Hi. I'm good, thank you. I got an email saying come for your free coffee this month, and I. Select the coffee on there, yeah. So select so, your restaurant. Okay, I selected your restaurant. Right, sir. Now and then, let's go in the slides in the corner top for the breakfast. Yeah, sides and drinks. Okay. Select the coffee, what size do you Coffee like? large, yeah. Like that, sir. Okay, add to cart. Uh, how you like it, customize it. Uh, black. Just black, so yeah. just leave it on there. Just leave it, add, to, add to bag. Okay, so it goes in the bag over here. Okay, and then so I check the bag. Check the bag, sir. Okay. There we go. It becomes zero. Oh, I see. Place order. Okay. Thank you very much. Okay. So I know for next time. Thank you for your help. So next time, if I'm at drive-through, I do the same thing. That's right. Just order. That's excellent. Thank you so much. I appreciate your help. Thank you. Well, there we go, folks. It, you order, looks like you're going to pay, and then it marks it down to zero. I just, uh, we're good. We're good. Got a big fucking large coffee now. Just hope the car starts. I have to shut it down because this is the whole idea was to go to a drive-through, but this isn't drive-through. Man, we'll see. We'll see if 
the battery actually charged. Hang on. We're good. We're good to go. Productive day. All right. Hope you enjoyed that. Bye for now. Uh, yeah, I already ordered online. Coffee? A full can, right? Yeah. Black, right? Yeah. Okay, my phone. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> oh, I'm laughing now. That, that was so nice. And I just needed you to know, hey, I'm okay. I'm okay that I can use these apps. I can order a coffee. It doesn't have to be chaos. Uh... And just to hear him say, you can't write? Yeah, yeah, that's me. I want my free coffee. I'm only having this because MMD uh, posted uh, yesterday's was a little salty for him. And I'm at a loss today. I'm feeling so um, lethargic. And, you know, I was up at early. I was up at, uh, Cat had me up at 6.30, out of bed, 7.30 again. Uh, Got to the post office by... um, 10. You know, it cost me, with a discount, small business discount, it cost me $15.50 to mail one book. That's why I'm not selling them online. It's ridiculous. Because of the weight, it's, uh, you know, almost uh, 0.6 kilograms. But, Jesus, that's a lot of money for a small package. So, uh, anyway, and that's supposed to be like express small, you know, three, four days delivery. But that's crazy. Anyway, that's all I did today. And then I went and had my nap, you know, falling asleep to Alan Watts. And then realized, well, what are you going to do, you know? Go get a coffee and go from there. So uh, thanks, MMD, for uh, kick-starting me with just a mention of coffee. All right, I'll do this, and then I'll decide. But meanwhile, I thought you had to know that I am capable of uh, ordering uh, online without a huge fuss. It took me a while, I, I'll admit that. And meanwhile, I found a Neil Young. Um, Prairie Wind. Another CD I don't recall buying. Jeez, like, how did I end up with some of these in my collection? You know how sometimes you used to use lose LPs? You'd, if you took an LP to a party, those are the old days, you actually brought LPs to a party. And that was always a big risk. Never a smart move. But uh, it happened. All right, here we go. We're driving up. We're going to get our coffee. I like this. Right, thanks very much. Thank you. Oh, okay. So anyway, I'll uh, talk to you later when I know what I'm doing. Bye for now. Checking out from the A&W. Oh, yeah.
Okay, we're just going to uh, fade this out to the background. That is Neil Young, Prairie Wind, and uh, title song. I love it. Um, I, I was never a Neil Young fan. I hated his whiny voice. And then read the biographies about him. You, if you listen to this show, you heard me going on about that quite a while back. And uh, really grew to like him and find him interesting. And this song is just fantastic. Uh, really, really nice. The whole album seems pretty good. Um, anyway, I'm uh, at... Buffers Park, beachside, I'm about to take my walk, but I've got to finish my coffee first, and I wanted to share it with you because um, <clears throat> I'm needing you right now. Oh, coffee tastes uh, tastes good today. I, I got a small, uh, flawless, you got up there, just parked outside, hit the app, you know, bam, and... Uh, drove through and it's just handed you through the window. Here you go, Ken. You know, have a nice day. Uh, it's uh, it's wonderful. <laughs> so <laughs> anyway, enough of the coffee thing. Um, I said I needed you, and, and I, I need an excuse to uh, I don't know make sense out of today. I've been feeling, I've been writing to Barnacle Bill and saying, gee, I'm feeling so lethargic. I feel full of, full of lethargy, if you can be full of lethargy. Um, just, you know, oh, maybe I'll just have another nap or something. And that's what I felt like doing. So I forced myself to come out, get the coffee and come here and we'll take a walk. But it's uh, a low, low-lying lack of energy. Is that possible? Low-lying lack of energy? No. Something. I just I just don't have any Zoom. I'm even sending out, I've sent about 20 emails today to uh, various people to write for the next Dixon Jane zine. And it's a copy and paste, but I did, you know, add a personal note, at least a line or two to each person. And I don't have any enthusiasm. It's like I don't really care. If you don't write back, okay. That's it. I, and so that to me is a warning sign, because normally I'm keen about this. Hey... Let's put out this zine on hope. And I don't know what the cause of it is, but um, I'm not feeling I'm just don't don't have... It's not even lack of energy. It's just not... Ah, no zip. And not caring about it. And, and having to push myself. And it's been a few days like this now. And I noticed my cat's the same. Yuki's been logging up a lot more afternoon sleeping time on her favorite bed in the living room, my wife's quilt. And um, I'm thinking, what's wrong with her? And now I'm thinking, what's wrong with me? It, maybe some of you are going through this, and, and it, it could well be a side effect of, um, of uh, COVID. You know, not that I've caught something. But just this extended period of not getting out and uh, seeing people and drinking at the only cafe. Uh, speaking of which, my good... I don't know if I can say this. Yeah, sure, why not? My good buddy Brian put his house up for sale, or the house that he and his wife had bought. My His wife is now repartnered, maybe remarried, I don't know, living in Nova Scotia. And the idea was, all right, move out and we're going to sell it. So Brian left and uh, his uh, son and girlfriend, they moved out. And um, 
they put it on the market. They had it redone, put about forty grand into fixing it up, you know, staging it for for buyers, you know, and, and they did a lot of work. It looked really nice, and then somebody, a sales agent who knew what they were doing, pitched it really well, and put the asking price of uh, six hundred ninety nine thousand dollars. And this is right on um, not the not the Danforth uh, Street that runs below a major a major artery in. Um, Toronto, you know, technically it's probably in Toronto, streetcar stop right outside, but it's a semi-detached, it's attached to another house, it's only got two bedrooms upstairs, it's not a big house, uh, so put it on the market for six ninety nine a couple of days ago and was sold yesterday for a million, like this is the Toronto housing market, like 300000 over asking. Uh, they deliberately put it low, I guess, to get a lot of bids in, and uh, and then in the end, uh, you know, a bit of a, a bidding war, which happens in Toronto. And I'm thinking, holy shit, if that house sold for a million, my God, I know um, ours is worth a little more than that. But I told him I don't want to tell my wife, I don't want to tell Naoko about this because I don't want to sell. I'm not ready. But I don't think the, the market's not going to suddenly bottom out. You know, it's not like fake stocks or something. It'll hold. Maybe it's reaching a peak now uh, and may level off, but it certainly won't drop much. So I'm not worried. It just is not the time. But we would do the same. Move everything out. Pay someone to stage it, paint it, decorate it, whatever they want to do. And, uh, and let the bids come in. And uh, but hopefully that's down the road. Gosh, there goes a guy with a uh, a sailboard. Doesn't look like he's wearing a wetsuit. I say a sailboard, like a surfboard. Usually people go out full surfing outfit. He's just walking down to the beach, quite happy. Not and an older guy too, white hair. Hmm. Anyway, I'm, I decided if I talk to you, I'll feel like okay, I've done something, and I'll put this podcast out early. Because uh, it'll be done. I don't want to go over an hour. And um, I just... I got to get back. I got to get some zip. Here's the sunshine. That should help. I mean, it is a beautiful day. I know I'll feel better when I get out and walk. And then I'll feel I have done something. But uh, first we got to get done this coffee. It's tasting pretty good today, but I, I I can't say it's like, wow, is that ever a nice tasting coffee? The one my wife makes me in the morning, uh, makes herself, and then I get in there and uh, she grinds the, the beans fresh, and, and it always tastes the best. So, yeah, that's where I'm at. Um, low on energy, low on enthusiasm, and um, for some reason, I need to unload that onto you, kind of hoping, huh, maybe somebody out there doesn't have much energy either or is feeling a little punkish and uh, can identify with what I'm going through. So I don't know. Anyway, I'll leave it at that. I'm going to take this recorder along with me in case I sit on a bench and feel excited again and uh, can end on a, a brighter, more positive, more enthusiastic note. I know what I could do is light up a bit of a, a you know a roach um, 
that's could be good. It could be a mistake. I got two hours before an uncle's home, uh, and I got to drive this vehicle back. Hmm. Yeah, you just never know. I always tell myself, if you can do that, do it in the morning. So I uh, will see. We'll leave that for the gods to decide. The gods of whim. Scarborough dude signing off from inside his car, listening to a little Neil Young and uh, feeling not punkish, not ill, just feeling not enough of anything. Got to tune into the day. Got to perk up. Got to perk up. Thought the coffee might help, but uh, it's not quite enough. It's it's a mental thing. Scarborough dude signing off. Bye for now. don't usually uh, record on high sensitivity, but I thought you'd want to hear the waves. There's still snow along the water's edge, you know, covering the, the, the pebble beachy rocks. But uh, it's nice. And I guess I just wanted to end on the note that uh, taking a walk was the right thing to do. Um, and so pushing myself and just getting out and not giving in and just lying down and reading or, you know, or staying in my pajamas all day, which I don't. I have a shower in the morning. I mean, I get up, uh, fortunately, I get up every morning because now it's going off to work. So I'm never sleeping in. And then after she's gone, I get up and have a shower and uh, get dressed. So I do start the day officially. And uh, then when I want to nap, often I'll have a little rest after lunch. But then, like today, push myself a little harder. Get out, get out, get out. And uh, I just want to say I'm very glad I did. Um, uh, there was something else. Yeah, uh, the gods. <laughs> they told me to put my empty coffee cup in the garbage. We can't recycle these cups. The little cardboard sleeve on the side so that you don't burn your little fingers. I put that in the recycle bin and forgot to bring the weed along. Uh, and today's a day when my mm, yeah, I have a bit of an ache in my joints. And I could have done with a joint to ease the ache. But uh, forgot it in the car and, and so, so be it. That's what I meant by, uh, you know, let the gods decide. Um, if I had brought it along, I would have had a toke. And uh, because I didn't, I won't, and it doesn't matter. But uh, what does matter is that I'm out. I'm feeding the sunshine. I'm sitting by the water. And I'm just glad I pushed myself. And the advice to you is do the same. If you're really feeling run down, depressed, lost, uh, do everything you can to get out of the house or wherever you're living and take a walk. If you have to drive somewhere to a nicer place, that's okay too, but just get some fresh air and exercise. There you go. Scarborough Dude's advice on growing old. Signing off from the waterfront here in uh, Bluffers Park. and uh, What a wonderful place to be. Bye for now.